He goes, so if I call that cop right over here and he comes and examines it, I go, please, you'd make my day for that <laughs> cop to look at your dumb ass and say that this is a real ID. And then after all of this is done, I really want to talk to your manager because I I'm, I really got to know how you got this job. And he goes, <laughs> all right, man, my bad. I didn't think it was <laughs> <laughs> My friends was George Janko's new hit single. I don't need to know who you been with, who you seeing, and who you loving. Welcome into another episode, uh, episode another of the Tuman Show. The the Tuman. Hey, you son of a bitch! You replaced me last week. Yeah, well, no, you you got replaced because you didn't show up. Listen, I'm a diva, man. Hollywood needs to understand that I have, I have apparently an ego and I have pride. And it no. did way less views. That's why we need you back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why. You know, a lot of people are like, are you, are you sad? You're only five foot nine? Nah, man. Five foot nine racks in the views. <laughs> so, George just released his new song. Why don't you tell them where they can find it, where they can listen to it? Let's promote it right uh, here. Check us out. So, it's easy. All you got to do is go to YouTube uh, backslash George Janko. And it's going to be... It's going to be linked down below. Yeah. If you just uh, Google or type you in... You just say just. Yeah, no, that's a you just? <laughs> Did I really? I mean, Sound that's like a great it. porn site, but yeah. no. But check this out, it's easy. Ready? Hey Siri, play George Janko's new song. Okay, let's hear Need to Know by George Yanko. Yanko? Oh. Damn it, That's pretty dope, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? So you can just do that, guys. And so you can ask make Siri. Life or, easy on yourself. Or yourselves. ask your mom. Your mom knows. Um, how did you get Ayla and Pearson to. Be a part of your video. How did you convince them? Um, so, actually, you know what? Before I even jump into that, let me read you the 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 background of this the synopsis. Music, the synopsis of, your music of the video. music video. This is what I wrote, and I it's I wrote so it down. So poetic. It's uh, it's it's I, I, the reason I want to read this because it's it, I sat down and really thought about why I wrote the song. And this song, this is what I wrote. I go, I wrote this song because uh, people really need to give a relationship a chance. People are so quick to judge and find something to push them away. But remember, we're all humans. We all make mistakes. So whatever your loved one did or has done has made them the person that you love today. So don't look your lover in the, so look your lover in the face and say, keep your past, but give me your future. So do you think, cause obviously the whole song is about, you don't need to know about her past, like how many guys she's been with or whatever, this, yeah. that, and the other. And, but it, and a lot of people could take it to an extreme. I mean, we could bring it to two virgins, like legit two virgins. A guy's going to be like, well, like, so like, who have you kissed? Or like, who have you dated? Or was your, was your ex-boyfriend making a lot of money? Or was your ex-girlfriend popular in this? Like you, you need to be the, uh, going into relationships. Now I realize that we both come with two plates and this pastor, pastor, I keep saying pastor. Wrong. Pastor. He always says pastor. Like I don't know why. Cows. Because I say it in Assyrian, <laughs> so it's so new to me to say it in English. Yeah. But basically, he said something to me, and it was so valid, and it was like, whoa, it was the best advice I'd ever given. It was ever given to me. He goes, when God made you, never in the Bible did it say He made you half, and He's waiting for somebody to complete you. He goes, you need to go into a relationship knowing that you are fully completed, and that person is lucky to be a yeah. part of your life so you should worry about yourself so when you go into a relationship now if i'm in a relationship i'm gonna think okay i have so many things i need to work on about myself to make this person and me work i can't sit there and look at what this person needs to fix because now i'm leaning over and judging and now i'm leaning over and telling her what she needs to do and then the best part is even if you get everything you want out of that person you just built something that wasn't there you know what mm -hmm. i mean so you really got to look at the relationship as something that you have to fix about yourself. You can't tell the person you're with 
or ask or try to change the person you're with in any way. Right. When I met Will Smith, we actually, it was right after my breakup and I was talking about stuff like that. And he said, you know, to have a successful marriage, to have a successful relationship, what you just said, basically, you have to build up yourself. She has to build up herself. And then at the end of the day, you come together and you build up each other. Exactly. Like I have to be happy. You have to be happy. And then we happy together. You mm-hmm. can't look for happiness in someone else. Obviously, there's going to be times when you're sad and you like look to the other person to bring your spirits up. Of course. That's that's, like, that's 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 with friendship. That's anything yeah. with relationship. But I realized. We're so quick to try to edit our flaws on Instagram or with videos to make us look like we're so much better yeah that sometimes we look at the loved ones and we're like why aren't you that special you know and you're like yeah. why aren't you not uh, as great as supposedly i'm saying my life is but you're like dude you're not your life's not that amazing you're not that perfect i saw someone post on their instagram story today someone posted stop following influencers and instagram models start fl- uh, f- <laughs> yes i love that yeah start following creatives and artists because w- if we look at instagram models influencers we sit and we compare our lives yes exactly you know and yep. And I want to start shifting my content over to, you know, being more creative, more artists. Like I used to be. I kind of started to conform to everything else. And you wanted to talk about this. I did. I want. How I, I think it's, it's, it's a big problem in Hollywood. Or, yeah, actually mostly Hollywood. I don't know about Ohio or like yeah. Chicago. But like I know in Hollywood, you listen to people around you. And I actually, this guy came up to me. This is, oh my God, this is going to hit so hard. Because have you ever give advice and you're, while you're giving it, you're like, oh shit, that's very valid to myself <laughs> too. Um, this guy came up to me. He's like, hey, me and my girlfriend, we're doing a family channel because we know that's really well. And uh, also she's getting into makeup because that does well. And I go, hey, I'm going to stop you right there. You keep saying you're doing something because it does well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to understand that the people that are big in the, in the world that they're in, they didn't do it because it was popular. They did it because they loved it and they made it popular. Yeah. So you need to love your craft because it's going to show. Our vlogs now, I watch our vlogs now. Yeah, yeah. I love watching our stuff now. And people are commenting how much better it is because we're not faking shit. We're mm-hmm. literally who we want to be. So I'm doing that with my art. And the reason I got Ayla and Pearson to be a part of it is because... The song that I wrote was it, when I was writing the idea for them because I directed this also. I directed the story of it. And when I was writing the story, I was like, I'm going to need somebody that I have a lot of chemistry with. And I know me and her could bring out that chemistry mm-hmm. because a relationship's full of love and being your best friend and all that stuff. And then Pearson was just an easy choice because it's like, oh, shit. And he's an actor. So that is, can, yeah, yeah, that's your ex. That's six foot five. Literally, like, yeah. guys are like, oh, this guy is absolutely <laughs> shredded. He's successful. He has money. Like, this is the guy. And you got to understand that, like. Here, here's the thing a lot of guys don't understand. That girl was with you. Nobody put a gun to her head. <laughs> Nobody's like, you're going to be with this guy. You're well, gonna love him. Relax. I was going to make it. Relax. Yeah, you're yeah. Getting, I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks also in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. 
Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Oh, my God. Beep that out. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but basically, what I'm trying to say is uh, she loves you. Don't give her a reason not to. Um, there's not, we talk about this all the time. There's nothing disattractive when a beautiful girl is like, so like, why are you with me? Like, why are, why are we out? That turns us off right away. Yeah, yeah. And so is it going to turn a girl off when a guy's like, well, like, so like, why me? Like, why not my friend? Or like, why not just sound like Chris D'Elia? <laughs> like, why not Chris D'Elia? I feel like we're hitting so many points right here. Like good things that I want to talk about that we're kind of brushing over. Like the whole relationship thing about coming into a relationship too. Yeah. I think. Here's what I thought in my relationship, for example, since it was my first one. I thought that I was at an advantage because I didn't have anyone to compare her to, right? Kylie, yes. My ex had been but in... you also never made mistakes with other people. Right. But I... Yeah, I mean, it goes both ways, right? So I felt like I came into the relationship like, oh, like, yeah, this is what a relationship is versus having her been in other relationships. She's like... And in in my vlog, some girl said this. There needs to. There's a book that says you need five guys to be the perfect guy that you that you want. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when you're in a lot of relationships, you kind of look for things that this person did well, and that person did well, and this person did well, and you want your new boyfriend to be a mixture of all three. Dude, it's it's all about it's all a learning process. Um, but I feel like going into a relationship, you can't. I think people forget that relationships work. It's work. Oh, yeah, of course. A yeah. lot of people don't like all these love books and all these. But why do we want to change people so much? Well, it's not that we want to change people. I think people need to understand that you need to change. You can't evolve and become something beautiful unless you change. I'll never forget this. I don't know if I've brought this up in my podcast before. I love how I said it's my podcast. <laughs> it's the our podcast. Show is the one man show. Now. The Tuman show. Um, I'm going to I'm going to dive into something really deep that I grew up with. My parents used to argue a lot growing up. Really? Yeah. Like, like bad to the point where I was scared that this is going to end up with a divorce. And one day uh, I know the story. Yeah, yeah. So one day I'm, I'm upstairs. I'm like 17 years old, 18 years old around there. And I hear my dad break the glass table that we have downstairs. And he's just at the top of his lungs and my mom's at the top of her lungs, and they're like standing face to face. Mind you, before I continue the story, my father's never put his hands on my mother, mm -hmm. never will. So, if anything, they're Syrian, but it's, to relate, they're very Italian. You know what I mean? They're very aggressive with their passion. And uh, I come into the living room, and I just see a plate fly by and <laughs> breaks. And I was like, oh shit. And it was the first time I ever said the F word in front of my parents. I go, why don't you guys just get a fucking divorce? And I just started sitting there. You know when you're a kid and you're trying to hold back your tears because you're mm -hmm. trying to like stay serious. And my parents are standing this close to each other. And my dad looks at me and my mom and dad just start bursting out, <laughs> cracking up. And I'm and I, now I'm, you know, like when you're frustrated because you're like trying to keep like yeah. a serious face. Yeah. But then they start laughing and you're like trying not to cry. So I'm just like, what the fuck is so funny? Like, and I'm sitting there and I'm crying. I'm like, it's not fucking funny. Like. Like, you look at so-and-so's parents. They never fight every single time I'm at their house. They never argue. You guys always argue in front of my friends. And, like, I started listing all these families that I wanted them to be like. And my yeah. dad goes, we'll talk about their family in five years and let's see if they're together. And I go, you don't have to fight like this to be in a healthy relationship. He goes, we're not. This is how we communicate. Other people communicate in different ways. He's like, but the key is we communicate. I love your mom. And you would have to rip my arms off before I even give your mother up at any point. What I'm trying to say is when we go to bed, 
we've gotten everything off of our chest and we work towards fixing our problems together. We never walk away bottling it up. Three out of five of the relationships that I brought up, they got a divorce in the, the first three years after. Damn. And I came back to my parents. I go, oh my God, I could not see that they were about to break up. He goes, the people that break up are the people that are not fighting for the right, relationship. Right. Well, so yeah, because at the end of the day, the relationship is a job. Yeah. Like you have it's your a, job job. and work. Then, yeah, you it's have to work. People assimilate don't want- to someone that you haven't been with your entire life. And you got it's like it's like you've walked your whole life with two arms and two legs and you're doing shit with yourself but then once you unite somebody it's like oh I have to okay let's do this together. Let's right. figure this out you together. You both have flaws that you see in each other that yeah. you know they're not going by how I was raised and I'm not going by how they were raised. But that's why a lot of people like for example I myself a lot of people are like oh you can't say that. I'm like well I'm not I'm not racist and I'm not saying that any religion is a bad religion i respect and i will be at any religion any party that they invite me to i'll be there and i'll celebrate with them i'll high five them but i will choose to want to wife somebody that loves christ because Mm -hmm. our home or household would develop in the same mindset so there is no surprise when our kid's born and they're like well well, well, hold on yeah yeah you know what i mean it's like that's where a lot of like you got to understand you need to fall in love with somebody that has your same values. So if you're a Jewish person or you're a Muslim or you don't have to Buddhism. No, no, I'm not saying you have to, yeah. but it, no, 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 hold on. If you're very religious, I think you do because it's going against who you are as a human being. Like I am a very, very Christian man. I do have friends that have different views on life and I respect every single one of them, but I'm not sharing a home. Mm-hmm. I'm not sharing uh, a, a mortgage You know what I mean Like this is We're not in this together You know what I mean Saying like right. that. There's a difference From friendship And relationships And business partners And I can love Every single one of them But I'm not making love With all of them Do you get what I'm saying Like this, <laughs> this is a huge point And a lot of people maybe Don't you Maybe You know what No you're George right. no, You're kidding. right You're fucking right My, my point is and, and forget Put a religion aside I'm talking Any, any aspect Anybody, That it's a yeah. mindset if your mindset is different from somebody else, you can't expect that to work because now you're expect. Here's the best part in relationship. Your mind, I love George's mind. Here's like the best. He's just all over. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna hear me out, <laughs> put put the religion in a box because not a lot of people are religious, so I can't say that. But here's one. Check this out. Ready? Non-religious people, listen up. Fall in love with pattern and not potential. Because if you fall in love with potential, I've heard this so many times, no, no, I love him, I love him, it's just like, if he got the job, he'll be so much cooler. <laughs> or I love him, but it's like, his, the way he yells at me, I hate it. Or you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you're falling in love with somebody who doesn't exist. That person does That's yell at you. That's what I told you. That's why I said that you need five guys to have the perfect no, guy. No, you just gotta fall in love with potential, I mean, a pattern, not potential. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta watch and see how this person is acting on the daily. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you gotta watch and monitor. A lot of people are so easy to jump into a relationship but they're not really understanding because they look at the outside the fluff you know the fluff that everybody yeah, puts yeah. out in the world but you need to dive in there that's why i think when you start dating someone it's way better to be friends with them first so you can guys can get out who you actually are as human beings rather than trying to impress them on a first date so and many of my close friends that are girls i was like oh god i would never date you <laughs> like it's because you see how they talk when the yeah. guy's not around yeah You're like bye okay I'll see you later god it's so annoying and i think a lot of obviously a lot of the relationship issues in this day and age stem from social media you know social media takes away from a lot of things that 
our parents used to do like even going to a sporting event you could just look on your phone like going to the movies we got netflix like we don't really have that human interaction i just had this argument with somebody and i will argue on that i think people need to adapt a lot of people keep blaming social media keep blaming stuff i'm I'm saying in general we do shit like we leave our house every day it's all moderation like like if i give you a hammer mark i know you're gonna build a beautiful home but if i go down the street and give somebody that's like crazy a hammer they're gonna smack their face with it you know what i mean like so it's like it's all in the hands. You yeah. know what I mean? So you could take your phone and be like, okay, I'm going to create content mm-hmm. and set a business for myself and be an entrepreneur. Or you could be like, I'm going to look at hot chicks on Tinder and keep swiping and right. keep being a horn dog and zooming in on girls' booty pics. Like, there's two different types of people. Are you describing yourself? No, just 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I zoom in on all of your guys' booties, every single one of them. No, I don't know if you've realized this. I, I, Justin, hear me out. I didn't bring this up because I was waiting for one of you guys to realize this. I don't hold my phone that much anymore. I have that little airplane thing and not airplane, the moon thing. I hit that and I put Do my not phone. not disturb? Yeah, I literally put my phone away because <laughs> I like to live in the moment now. I realize yeah. that I'm We've not been doing a lot of hanging out lately and it's all stemmed from us Us not, moving out together. Yeah, <laughs> us, right. Like I love roommates. living with you, but like living alone, it makes us value our friendship way more when we go and hang out with each other and we cherish the times we're together rather than... You know, like like we used to, bro. When we lived together, we would just be like, "Oh, what are you doing tonight? Fortnite? Like, okay, yeah, let's, let's play upstairs. Fortnite. Let's watch a movie." Like now, we go, go do shit and we go out. We leave the house. Um, but I, you wanted to bring up uh, in the social media talk about you have some people telling you to not do something. Yeah, yeah. I have some. Uh, like I have a lot of people in, that I work with that uh, that call me up and they're like, "Hey, man, I th- like you're a really, really, really good actor." Mm-hmm. And I think out of all my friends, I've I've been sat down by so many, including you. Yeah. So they're like, yo, you have a natural ability to act. I think you should take up on this. And it hurt my feelings because I want to do more. I don't want to yeah. just act. Like, I love acting, but I love music. I just released a song. And, and yeah, I mean, like, I'm not dropping hits. They're not, like, on top 10 billboards, but, like. I'm, I'm so happy with the results of what I'm making. And, and it really made me happy. Like when I was uploading my video today, it was the first time in a long time where I was like nervous and I was like yeah. excited. Like I was like, oh shit. Like I wonder what, and I was sitting there reading every comment and I was absorbing everything. I was in the everything. comment section. Yeah, I, I, like every, <laughs> everything. It was just such a big moment for me. And for somebody to tell me, listen, you gotta you gotta put down your social media, put down your YouTube, put down your uh, your, your music and just chase one dream. And it's like, but that's not the dream. I never came to LA to be just an actor. I came out to create my feelings. Like all my music is what has happened to me in my life. That's how I'm, that's how I'm like letting the world know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I have a few more songs coming out that are chapters of my last relationship or my future relationships or stuff that I want that I've learned in LA and all this stuff. So you're not just telling me to give up because you won't make it. You're just telling me to give up expressing myself. And I didn't like that. I was like, this is how I express myself. Don't you hate it when you're like so happy and, and, Somebody shits on you? Someone's like, yeah, like, it sucks. Bro, today was supposed to be like a really exciting day. And then I'm getting a call from a few people that are on my team and saying, hey, we think you should give this up. It crushed me. I haven't been crushed in a long time. And that really crushed me. I was like, wow. And you know what's crazy? Because like I went back to see like maybe I'm not good enough. I should like just box it up. But I've gotten calls from people that never call me in their life. And they're like, dude, what did you really? Did you write this? This is mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, even Logan. Logan, like, is very hardcore when he's like, yo, this sucks, or this is good, this sucks, this is good. He called me personally. He's like, yo, what you just made was amazing. And I was like, wow, if he's going to say it, then you know it's going to be real. (laughs) His compliments are hard to come by. Yeah, they're like once in 10 years. Speaking of him, I actually spent all day today training for the Challenger Games coming up this weekend. Yeah, I haven't trained one time for this. Bro, you need to train. because what, What events are you doing? 
I'm doing just the 100 and then the relay. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing the 4 by 100 and the... Oh, no, I'm doing the 400 meter dash. Yeah, that's dash. the whole lap. That's a lot. Bro, I was gassed at the end of it. Yeah, that's, that, that's it was 100 degrees. It was 100 degrees. I'm not a sprinter. Like, every day you guys see me on my Instagram or whatever, I walk uphill with a weighted vest on. Like, that's my thing. Walking 30 minutes, which is really hard. And, like, when I, we go on hikes, I crush it. Like, we went on a hike the other day, and I was not even winded at all. And everyone was like... <gasps> But me today going and sprinting was a wake up call. So here's the thing: I grew up doing track, track. Bro, field. but but if you don't, tra- you, it's not thing. what you think. I thought that you too. can't you can't train speed. I'm only doing speed rounds. I'm not doing any longevity type of thing. Yeah, because I'm not an idiot. I know you. <laughs> you can't just jump into that. No one's gonna be like, all right, go ahead, just do it. It's, it doesn't work like that. It's not how it works. Like. I've eaten way too many cheeseburgers for me to do that. But my my running form, I realize this. Dude, sloppy? Sloppy. I'm, like six, Phoebe Buffet? I'm six foot three. I just look weird when I run. Like I watch really? other people run and they look at me and I'm like, I don't look athletic at all. See, here's the thing, man. I'm not a, there's a lot of athletes that are on YouTube. Like Logan's saying that he's the fastest. I, I know for a fact he's not. There's, <laughs> there's animal athletes on YouTube yeah. that are going to come and destroy all of us. Why am I going to train to get like third or fourth place? I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how the breakdown is going to be for the charities. I just, it's just, it's a good cause. So you know, some do we charities. all have to put a hundred k down? Yeah, that's the entry fee. No, I just put a down payment on the house. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro, I'm exhausted of talking, so I'm gonna pass the mic on to yeah, you. Yeah, geez, let me talk a little you bit. You freaking replaced me last week, dude. I got DMs. Oh, uh, so you're trying to get two weeks worth of talking in? Yeah, they were scared. They're like, "Yo, is the two man show no longer a thing?" <laughs> what have you done this week? Oh, what I I haven't done much, but I have a lot uh, of. Then let me ask you something else. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of things that I wrote down that happened to me this week. I've been writing things down to talk about on the podcast that happened during the week. <clears throat> Here's what I've written down: Olga telling a bouncer at a bar that I had a gun. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Olga's food being stolen at three in the morning. Her Postmates. So this sounds like an Olga's week. Fake ID, <laughs> fake ID being taken from a friend. A noise complaint at 11 p.m. on a Saturday. Homeless lady, 73 cents. That's all I've written down. And then homeless people pissing on the street in Hollywood. Homeless people send you armor? What? what? All right. So let me let me start with Olga. Okay. We went out. She she wanted us to go to this bar. It's called Elefante. It's an exclusive bar in Santa Monica. She, and I was like, can we all get in? There were six of us. She's like, yeah, of course. All of you guys can get in. I know the bouncer. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go there. We're standing in line. I'm sorry. Is this the one where you have to remove your phone? You can't take pictures in there? No, no. Oh, okay. That's nice guy, I think. I don't know. Anyways, she's, we get there, we're in line and we're sitting there and the guy says, yeah, you guys got too big of a party. You can't come in. I go, oh, convenient. We go to this place called the bungalow, have a couple drinks, come back to Elefante. The guy tells us to come back later. So we come back later and he's like, oh, we have a group of six. I want you guys to send three in at a, or he has to send three in at a time. So three go in and then three sit out. Me, Olga and this other girl. We're standing there, and I'm just talking with the guy. I'm like, yo, why do you have to do it like that? He's like, oh, they don't like a ruckus in there. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like kind of a crazy dude. I talk loud. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I'm making a joke. Like, I'm a ruckus. And then Olga goes, yeah, Andy has a gun. <laughs> dude, Olga is literally, no bullshit when I say this, Olga is a professional awkward person. <laughs> 
Like, you, if you ever want to send somebody to be awkward at an event, like, say you hate your ex-boyfriend and you know it's his first day at work, you pay <laughs> Olga to go and just make the whole day awkward. Like, oh, oh yeah. And if I, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast when my sister was coming to visit with her. Oh, with her no, I think we did, right? With her man. She goes, oh, so you must be Mark's parents. <laughs> I introduced her to a girl that I was, like, talking to, but I let these girls know, like, like at the time, I was like, it sounds really bad. I, I let them know, like, listen, I'm not trying to get tied down right now. Like, I just, I think that I means you should be just casual. Like, I really enjoy your company. I just feel <laughs> like I don't want to move too fast. Now, you try having that conversation with a girl. It's very hard. So for me to do it, it's like pat myself on the back. I'm being a gentleman about it. Now, her mom's in town, right? Her mom's in town, and I go, oh, it's okay. I'll go to we'll take her out to eat. We all go out to eat, and I bring – her mom's like, oh, so I heard you got a house. I go, you know what? It's right next door. I'm going to show my future roommate, maybe at this point, maybe, <laughs> uh, Olga, uh, the house if you want to stop by and check it out. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come by. We go there. Olga goes, so, like, who is this girl? Like, who is this girl to you? And I was like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Like, this is – this is my friend and uh, yeah, yeah. her mom, you know, like, and then she's like, no, but like, who is it to you? And I go, she's making it really Yeah, awkward. and I'm trying to like ninja my way out of this conversation. Yeah. So I go, oh, what are you like a detective? Ha ha ha. And we go upstairs. As we're walking upstairs, I heard, I, she taps her mom's shoulder. She goes, no, but for real, like, who is this girl to like him? Like, like what? And, I, and so finally the girl turns around like completely aggravated. She goes, we're just, we're just friends. Nothing more. And she goes, oh, good. I thought you were like his girlfriend he never talked about. And like <laughs> I was like. And then she'd be like, that would be really awkward oh or something like that. God. Yeah. She's like, that would be so awkward. And she like walks downstairs and the mom just dead looks me in the eyes. And she goes, I don't like that girl. Like, <laughs> Neither do I. Oh, it's sweet. But she, she, she so usually it. when people say things, they think about what they're going to say first. And then they're like, should I say that? And then they say it. Olga foregoes the thinking about should I say it and just says it so she says what's ever on her mind we have a lot of Olga stories but anyways uh so we go to a different bar after that and there was the girl that was with us was 20 she had a fake ID yeah illegal and it got stolen uh the, the bouncer literally just goes like this puts it in his pocket goes this is fake and the girl didn't even fight for it see that's the that's the problem yeah she, she, she just it? goes You just admit it was fake, basically. And he wouldn't give it back. Basically, he said he would only give it back if she gave him $100. And I guess it didn't even cost that much. You could just get another one. But then we come back to my place. And Olga orders Postmates. And it's at 2.30 in the morning. And it says it's going to take 45 minutes to get here. And I was <laughs> so, so they're guaranteed they're going to be here until 3.15 in the morning. So we start watching The Hangover. Post, she falls asleep on my couch. Postmates gets here. Or no, the Postmates doesn't get here. She gets a notification saying, would you like to rate your delivery? <laughs> no one has gone and gotten it. So she goes downstairs. Someone else took her Postmates. So a terrible weekend for Olga. Did I ever tell you about the time that I got ID'd? I was 19. I had a fake ID. Mm -hmm. um, it was like one of the moments. Being an actor saves my life. <laughs> I gave my ID in Scottsdale, Old Town. By the way, can I just say, George is the king before... 
we were like invited to parties of getting into parties we weren't invited to by convincing the bouncer that we were someone. I convinced <laughs> one of them that I was the owner and he had 30 seconds to let us in or he'll go home fired. <laughs> and the guy's like, all right, right this way. Like, I was, you just got to stand your ground. I go, I go, are you serious? You remember this? I go, yeah, yeah. show me your superior right now. And the guy's like, oh, 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 you don't know your superior? I go, show me him right now or you're going to go home with no check. And the guy's like, oh, you know what? Just go ahead. <laughs> like, um, but I was, uh, I gave him my idea and I was like, dude, this ID looked nothing like me. Nothing. But in Arizona, <laughs> they like arrest you. It's not, uh, it's like a serious thing. They, they, they could actually, technically, if you give a fake ID, if the cop's trying to be like an asshole, yeah. it's identity theft. Yeah, yeah. So I give my ID to the guy and I'm like just sitting there looking at the ground and the guy goes, fake, beat it. And I look up and I turn around, there's a cop right over here. And I was like, oh God, oh God. All right, uh, two moves. I run. Yeah. Just call it a day. Or I stand my ground, and if I get arrested, I have a good story to tell. Yeah, and that's on the podcast. I was like, that's it. Yep. Doing it. 19 years old, I look this bounce in the eye. I go, excuse me? He goes, it's fake, kid. Beat it. I go, how did you get this job being so stupid? Why don't you look at it one more time? <laughs> and he goes, oh, so this is you're telling me this is you. I go, yeah, I'm telling you it's me. You want to quiz me? You want to ask me what's on it? By, you, by the way. As I'm saying this, I realized I don't know what's on the idea. I go, oh, God, I hope he doesn't ask me. But I came out pretty confident for him not to ask me. Right. He goes, so if I call that cop right over here and he comes and examines it, I go, please, you'd make my day for that <laughs> cop to look at your dumb ass and say that this is a real ID. And then after all of this is done, I really want to talk to your manager because I I'm, I really got to know how you got this job. And he goes, all right, man, my bad. I, didn't think was right. <laughs> I walked in. Oh, God. I don't know how you do it. You know who it was? The ID was Trisha's boyfriend at the time. Oh, and no. he was 6'2". Like, I don't know how <laughs> this guy thought it was <laughs> I don't know how you do it. George is a really good actor. Maybe you should quit all your stuff that you suck I, you at know, and I've become an actor. I've been told this. I've been told. I, uh... Should just quit music. But I want to talk about my neighbors, and I hope they listen to this podcast. because I'm listening right now. They probably are. They're like this. I have gotten... More noise complaints at this place than I have ever in my life. 11 p.m. on a Saturday. I'm just listening to my music off these two speakers over here. And I get in, the guy calls me. He goes, hey, man, are you playing music loud? I go, not really. Like, it's pretty low. Mind you, I've had people over here at 4, 5, 6 in the morning. Blasting music. Blasting music after the club. Like 20, 30 people up in the hot tub down here, whatever. This wasn't even blasting. He's like, dude, like four or five people have called to complain. I go, who has called to complain? Because I don't have neighbors over here. And who else would hear my fucking music other than these fucking neighbors? I got a noise complaint at 11 p.m. on a Saturday. The first weekend I moved in, it was a nine something. Oh, no, it was, it was 11 p.m. How many noise complaints have you gotten so far? I've gotten like seven noise complaints in the month and a half that How I've lived here. How many did you get? I don't know. But I've made really good friends with the people that live down or that work downstairs. So I don't think... I wonder if they get reported to the, like the, yeah, whatever. I think I'm good. Hard I also got a noise. Com- yeah. I also got a noise complaint for playing my piano at 9 PM. And now they post it in the elevators. They're like quiet hours are from 10 PM to 8 AM really? <laughs> every day. Yeah. So that means you could blast your music till 10 PM. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I wanted to talk about the, how this genius homeless lady tricked me into giving her a dollar. I was getting gas. Wait, what? Yeah. I was getting gas. And I've seen this homeless lady and I was, I was like, damn it. I don't want to interact with her because the day before I literally saw her pull down her pants and take a piss on the street in broad daylight noon. Like the problem is 
What, what do you mean? Let's get it. That's fucking disgusting. So I, I'm like, I walk up or I drive up. I get out of my car and she's like, excuse me, sir. How's your day going? So nice. I was like, oh, it's going really well. How's yours? She's like, it's doing really good. Uh, could I just uh, ask you for 73 cents for a salad? I go, you want, why do you need just 73 cents for a salad? She's like, oh, I'm just 73 cents short. I'm like, oh, okay. I give her a dollar. She's like, thank you, sir. She walks to the person next to me and goes, excuse me, sir. How's your day? He's like, good. She's like, could I ask you for 73 cents for a salad? <laughs> right in front of you? Right in front of me. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Hey, give me that fucking dollar back. I've but had, it's genius. I've, I've had one worse than yours, bro. It's genius because 73 cents sounds like a number you need. She's onto something. If, if you're homeless, a, she might be, people. She might be a genius. I got bamboozled once because I, like, I had. Have you ever had like a really good day and you're like, you know what? I yeah. feel like giving back. Yeah. Came back from an audition. I crushed this audition, bro. And this guy comes up and he's like, hey, man, like my wife's in the car. This is like really awkward, but I don't have enough money to go back to where we were from. Mm -hmm. Could you help me with some gas? And I go, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no problem, man. So I went around and I put my card in this thing because I'm not going to just give him my card. Right. I typed it in and I was like, yeah, go ahead. So I'm pouring my gas while he's pouring his gas. Now, this man started an amazing conversation with me to the fact that I forgot that he's pouring gas off my money. So you're filling his whole so tank up. So he filled up his whole tank. <laughs> it was probably like $36, right? So this man hustled me $36. Not $10, not $5, $36. Put it in. He goes, thanks, man. Now... Now you're saying, George, well, you know, you did a good yeah, thing. Yeah. No, that wasn't the worst part. We're not done. I got in my car, but my windows were down. He didn't know that. And so when he opened his car, he's like, see, I told you that would work. And then he gets in the car and drives off. No. And I was like, oh, well, you just got bamboozled, George. <laughs> Yo, you got played. He literally just goes, I told you it would work. And he just <laughs> drives off. And I go, wow, okay, well. Hmm. Damn. People be out here hustling, man. You know, in RuneScape, I don't know if anybody played RuneScape. Nah, I made a, I made so much money in because you it, told me you scammed people. I scammed the shit out of people, bro. Like to the point where I was so good that I actually wanted to do this. But it wasn't life. real money. It was RuneScape money, right? It was RuneScape money, but it was hard to get money, bro. <laughs> like let's put it this way: I played for one year, and the most I had in my bank account at the time when RuneScape first came out was like seven grand. Like it's hard to get money. Mm -hmm. This is before you could buy money and shit like that. I hacked. And I scammed my way into like 16 million. How? I became a million. And it How? got to the point where I was like, I should do this in real life. I How probably, did you do that? Uh, I mean, okay, if you want to know. So Is RuneScape still a game, by the way? Yeah, it's a huge game. But really? all the stuff that I've, I started, like, no bullshit, I started this. And people are going to be like, no, you didn't start. I started this. Okay, so <laughs> shut up. I started this. Um, back in the day before they had like trading, they had tradings, right? Mm -hmm. And now they put like filters because people like me that invented this. Yes, I am taking full. <laughs> so if somebody's playing, nah, 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 shut up. I didn't. <laughs> There's a thing called abyssal whip. Oh, mm -hmm. let me, let me, let me jump before I even have that. Okay. Cause abyssal whips are 30 uh, at the time was 3.6 million, right? <laughs> let's, let's skip before I was even bawling like that. Uh, I saw this guy with a rune outfit. Mind you, a rune outfit is like pretty expensive. It was right. like, a helmet was like 5k. Mm -hmm. That's what I had in my bank account So yeah. I couldn't even get the whole armor My sister was like Let's go we're leaving Let's go we're leaving one day When I was like mining and thing Mind you I was a, I was a great employee at the time I was making there's, You get employed by the way This is like a real life So I'm sitting there For six hours mining And my sister hit F12 And it shut the internet off And I was like or the, Like the internet thing off Like uh -huh. the, the, the browser Yeah And I was like Shut up! I was like screaming at her like I just 
it's this many hours you just fucking ruined it and so she's like i don't care we're leaving so i'm leaving i'm in the car and i'm crying but then i'm like dude like she just hit one button and the internet shut off mind you when you sign into runescape you go to runescape.com then you pick a world so there's like 99 worlds mm -hmm. i was in the world 37 right and i was like okay what if i can convince somebody <laughs> to do something and then make them exit Oh no! So I went to the bank and I go, I'm like mining with this one guy, and he goes, "Yo, so how did you get this rune helmet?" I had a rune helmet at the time, um, and he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't have a you rune helmet." You could talk to them, or you, you type could type. Them. Okay, I had, a, I had, a, I had a green one. I think it was admin or something. I forgot okay. what it was, but he's like, "How did you get it?" I'm like, "Yo, to be honest, I'm just doing this for now, but I'm gonna." I'm going to scam it later. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I know a cheat in the system that doubles your stuff. He's like, what are you talking about? I go, watch this. So I went and I got two like pickaxes. They're like $15, by the way. Right. Yeah. So I go, <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is a true story. I take him around like Varrock. This is a place where nobody could go. Uh -huh. I go, don't show anybody this, bro, because I don't want them to find a guy. And he goes like, he's like, yeah, dude, I got you. No worries. <laughs> and I was like, okay, do you have the most valuable thing in your bank? And he goes, yeah, I got this like rude helmet. And I go, okay, cool. So what you do is you drop it. Mind you, if you drop something, right? Someone else can pick it up? They don't. They can't pick it up within 30 seconds. Okay. So they, you don't even see it. So mm -hmm. only the people see it. Got it. So they're like, so say they're switching things out in their backpack or right, something. Right, right. Right? I go, so watch this. So I traded with them and I showed them that I got two of them now. And he goes, how did you double it? Because you already had one? I had two already. Oh. So I pretended like I doubled it. And I go, I doubled it. And he goes, how did you do that? I go... I threw it on the ground and I hit F12 and it, and it, it makes it double it. So he throws his $35,000 helmet on the ground, hits F12 and he's gone. So he goes, oh. <laughs> so now he has to side back in and then he has to figure out which world he was in. He probably didn't even remember which world. So I'm sitting there waiting and then I picked up his helmet and I left. Now I did this. 50 times now imagine getting 50 rune helmets it's okay. 35 grand a man so now i'm like okay cool perfect now i have this fucking thing so i finally buy my first abyssal whip right <laughs> abyssal whip is 3.6 million i've hacked and cheated my way into getting this so finally i tell this guy i go hey man i'm gonna sell this whip I'm, I, so i go to this one world where you you trade a lot of stuff mm -hmm. right so people are selling and I say, selling Abyssal Whip for $2 million. I'm, I'm, I'm deleting my account. So people are lining up trying to buy with me, right? No, 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 let me, no, let me, no, let me. So everybody's fighting because it's $1 million shorter than what I'm selling it. Right. So no, no, let me know. I was like, no, no, you don't deserve it. No, you don't deserve it. No, you don't deserve it. So finally, I take it out, and now there's a, there's a thing. So you accept, right? Mm -hmm. So the guy puts up the money really quick because he's excited, and then I put up mine, and I take mine out, right? So it says Abyssal Whip. And then it goes uh, $2 million. So then when it goes, you click accept, and then it goes, okay, now look what you're accepting. Now they're so excited that they're getting it for a million dollars. They don't see Abyssal Whip. They see absolutely nothing. So they see Abyssal, and they think it's absolute, and then they're just like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And so I trade them, and they just give me $2 million. So they're like, Where? where's the whip? And I go, ha, and I just leave. <laughs> George, you're a fucking asshole, bro. Oh, dude, that was nothing. I used to tell people, I used to show them my accounts, and look how much money I made. They're like, how'd you do that? I'm like, well, you have to like text this guy, and this guy will sign into your account. Oh, God, and George. so they would give me their username and password, and I'd just go and empty out their bank accounts. <laughs> that was an asshole. That was a bandit. That was a bandit. How can you even do that? Dude, I was like 12, 13 years old, and I was just a piece of shit. Other kids are crying at the other oh, end. Hundred percent. It took it took you a year to get seven grand, and you're just <laughs> taking it all, emptying their accounts, bro.
emptying their accounts. Like I was a bandit. I was a bandit, bro. I, I became. If there's one thing you're going to hell for, it's that. My God's gonna be like, do you remember? You stole twelve million dollars from these about it. I was like, oh, it was a real life, so like technically it's not my fault. <laughs> That's the RuneScape gods that are gonna get mad. This is where your values aren't gonna come in line with a girl you meet. She's gonna be like a diehard RuneScaper, and she's gonna be like, so have you ever played RuneScape? And you tell her this story, <laughs> and she murders you, bro. Oh God, I have so many. Dude, we, I, we okay. So then I be I, I became a, like a real bandit, and I trained my friends how to like, like do this to people. Yeah, Are you ready for this? I used to tell kids, I'd be like, okay, dude, I'm gonna lead you. Mind you, we got so good. I got people that were way higher levels than me, right? So people that are like, say, level 96. I made a new account that was only 30. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, okay, blah blah blah. I go, yo, if you want to do this, you have to go to the wild. Now, mind you, the wild, you could fight people. Right, so if you fight and kill somebody, you could take all of their stuff. Mm -hmm. So people are like very scared about going to the wild. So you just be like, okay, fine, we're gonna go to the wild and where there's nobody there, and you could obviously beat my ass. There's no way I would start something with you, and there would be dragon stuff there, so I could show you how to get like these runes. You were signing on another computer in your other account. No, I had five other friends waiting for us there. <laughs> so when he got there, they're like throwing arrows at him and spells, so he couldn't move. I, I told him, I was like, oh, you have to bring all your money, so it's like kind of dangerous. But if you're up for it, we could do it. The guy's like, yeah, and then we just call this stuff. How do you convince these idiots? Bro, they're idiots. They're sitting on the computer for t 15 hours a day. I mean, Bro, most of those people are really fucking smart. Look at Jeff Bezos. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. Look at Elon Musk. Look at me. Yeah. Nowhere in life. <laughs> you, you, you didn't invent Amazon, eBay, or Tesla. Dude, or I just, I, I wonder if any or of them are, I wonder or if any of them are listening. I'm just kidding. I wonder if any of these kids are listening to the podcast and they're like, oh my God, this is the <laughs> motherfucker that did this to me. I don't know if RuneScape's a game kids play these days. Dude, it is. I went back and it's still popping. Really? But I actually did a BTS thing where they like showed behind the scenes of like what, who are playing this? The weirdest people play this game, bro. Like the weird, you know who played this game? If you're listening, you're not weird. And you play RuneScape? Dude, I mean, I'm not one to judge. I literally played for 15 hours a day. All right, I you're was weird. addicted. <laughs> but I also scammed everybody. I was a bandit. RuneScape bandit. That's me. George Shanko, RuneScape bandit. Anyways, guys, I appreciate you. Oh, we forgot to listen to fan questions. We'll do that next week. Uh, drop some um, to donesfilms at gmail.com. I'll link it down below. The email you guys can send the fan questions to. We're actually going to BJ's for George, to celebrate George's release. I don't know. I've never been to this restaurant in my life. I guess it's like a Chili's. Is it? BJ's is like a Chili's, but I don't think anything is going to be like Chili's. You know, Chili's is the number one restaurant in the world, and I will own that restaurant one day. So we'll be at BJ's, and if I don't see you, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening. And good night. And good night. And also, just FYI, if any of you guys play RuneScape and you think that I didn't come up with those hacks or cheats, look me in the face. If you want George off the podcast, comment below. <laughs> Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Ah, Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow-through day concept. 
One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.